Hey, it's Pat. I want to make sure you know about an upcoming event we're calling the Backstage Brainstorm. I do this show every day to bring people together so we can grow our businesses with one another. The next step is to join us for a brainstorming meeting. I want to meet you. I want to get to know you and your business. And I want to introduce you to the Idea Slam feedback and brainstorming sessions that we do inside the Idea Collective. It's a totally free, totally fun event. Click the link and you can sign up and be our guest. The Backstage brainstorms coming up next on September 27th. All right, let's start the show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, cats and dogs of all ages, Small Business Mornings is on the air for Tuesday, August 15th. I'm your host, Pat Miller, the Idea Coach. This is a daily, live, no retakes, no editing show just for small business owners and founders everywhere. Why do we do it? So you can get caught up on the news and have a little gossip and drink a coffee with some coworkers that you don't have, and you can feel the vibe of the Idea Collective, which is Don't Grow It Alone. On today's show, well, we got to do the news. I Believe me, I don't want to do the news any more than you don't want to hear the news. But what's in the news? Indictments for all my friends. You get an indictment. You get it. Everyone gets an indictment. That's fine. But what happens now? That's what I want to know. Fine, you got an indictment. But what happens now? That's what I'm most curious about. So we will cover that in the news today. We're going to help you make some money and save some money. So after we do the news, we'll do a little bit of businessing. And then we're going to um, do our meme of the day, which will just wash away all of the emotions that will come as we go through the news and talk about the business and such. Pete, good morning, pal. Great to see you. Thanks for tuning in. So if you're watching, be like Pete. We should all be like Pete. Can we be like Pete? I think we should be like Pete. We should tune in and say hello. So that way, the algorithms that control my self-esteem will be favorable to the show and we can meet more small business owners and founders. All right, let's get to it. Now, I'm going to talk about the Trump indictment, but I'm not going to be political at all. In fact, I have to address the elephant in the room because it's kind of the elephant herd in the room. It's not just the elephant. It's like a lot of elephants. It's 19 elephants to be precise, but I'm not going to do the political spin. We're not going to analyze the story. We're not going to say who's right and who's wrong. The only thing that I'm curious about is now what? Because if you've been casually following the news, like I have all summer, it seems like every time you flip on whatever it is you flip on, Trump's getting indicted for something, indicted for this, indicted for that. What does this mean? Does this mean he's going to get arrested? Does this mean he's going to jail? Does this mean that he's not going to jail? Does this mean when he becomes president, he can pardon himself? What's going on? Good morning, Geck. That's what I want to know. What does this mean? So I found some really great uh, resources to tell us what this means. So if you missed it last night, the political world went crazy because Former President Donald Trump and others were indicted for his alleged efforts to overturn the Georgia vote in 2020. So the indictment is really long, and it includes 18 others they're calling co-conspirators because Rico's getting thrown around. So I don't want to talk about if he did it. I don't want to talk about if it's a biased prosecution. I don't want to talk about if he's guilty or not. I just want to talk about now what? Now what? Because that's what I think is interesting in this, because there are now, I think, four indictments or four different cases going on. 
And it just seems like here's a guy that gets indicted and nothing ever happens. So what happens now? So I searched around the internet and I found a great article this morning from Reuters explaining essentially what might happen next. Like, what is this and what does it mean? So this is a forecast and legal motions might gum up the works and things might get thrown out and whatever. But this is the big like picture of what should happen next, according to Reuters, not my expert political analysis. So yesterday there was an indictment by a grand jury. What does that mean? That means he was formally charged and the others were formally charged with a crime. Trump was charged with 13 different counts. But now what? This is the point, right? What is it and now what? Trump is going to be arraigned. That means there's going to be a formal reading of the charges at the arraignment, and then the defendant's going to enter a plea. Well, Trump's attorneys are certainly going to say not guilty. In fact, they could even waive the arraignment by saying, listen, we're not guilty. Let's not have the whole in-person arraignment thing. But here's the thing. Bail will be determined around the arraignment, and Trump is going to be taken into custody at the Fulton County Jail or wherever they do it. Their sheriff said that they are going to take a mugshot. So... Look for that on a t-shirt sometime soon, because you know that that's going to get out. So after he's uh, arraigned, then what? Well, then the legal shenanigans are going to kick off. And if you're just joining us, this is not a political show. This is Small Business Mornings. I'm talking about the news because it needs to be talked about. You need to know what's going on. I don't care who's right and wrong. I just want to know what's happening next. Thanks for tuning in. So the legal challenges could delay this whole thing. But here's where it gets really fascinating and why I think we're living in a movie. The presidential election is 15 months away, almost exactly 15 months away, 14 months, whatever it is. So all of this is going to go on and it's going to drag out. So what's going to happen if there's a trial next spring or summer? Because the legal shenanigans are going to start. Okay. So that means Trump's team can challenge the prosecution saying there's political bias, there can be pretrial motions to dismiss. This is all what's going to happen before we get to a trial. They could even ask to change the venue of the trial, saying that he couldn't get a fair trial in Fulton County because it went so heavily Democrat. Anyway, the next thing that happens after all that is the jury selection process. So they have to find 12 people that live under a rock that don't have an opinion. That'll take months. Other trials like this have taken months. So now we've been indicted, we've been arraigned, we fought over whether or not it was fair, then we go through the dismissals, then we decide to go forward, we have to find a jury, then once we find a jury, then there would be a trial. And at the trial, for Trump to get in trouble, they all have to agree beyond a reasonable doubt that he broke the law and that he was guilty on any one of the counts. If it's not unanimous, could be a mistrial. If he's convicted, they could ask for a retrial. They could appeal. So here's the summary, the too long didn't read of this entire thing. Grand jury said he did a bunch of stuff. Legal shenanigans are going to ensue. And we won't get an answer for a long, long time. There's one other wrinkle that makes this crazy wild. Some have said, well, you know, he'll become president and just pardon himself. But in this particular case, 
Georgia has some interesting pardoning rules. If he gets elected, these are state charges. And from what I read this morning, that means he can't pardon himself. That's pretty interesting. And in Georgia, the governor can't pardon him because they have a special state law where there's some board that does the pardoning. And he can't even ask for a pardon until he serves five years. I don't think it'll come to that. Who knows if he's guilty? Hashtag not an opinion. Hashtag not a political show. The point is, I just wanted to see what does this mean? What does this mean? I don't care about the politics around it. I just want to know what are we going to watch? And from my assertion, we are watching a real life movie. This is a movie. This is one of those things where, you know, 25 years from now, someone's going to make a movie about all this. And we're going to say, oh my God, I remember when that happened. I remember that. It just feels cinematic, doesn't it? And I can prove it's a movie. I can prove it's a movie. (laughs) When I saw this picture this morning, I thought, you've got to be kidding me. There's no way that this is real. I want you to picture the defense attorney. Now imagine you're casting a movie. Imagine you're casting a movie. What would you make Trump's defense attorney look like? Just just think, just picture central casting. What would you make the lawyer look like? The most moviest lawyer of all time. Before I show you his picture, I'll share with you what you would write his name as in the script. The lawyer's name, and this is not an exaggeration, this is straight from the Reuters story. One of his defense attorneys is named Drew Findling, but he know, he's known as the magician for getting people off. The magician. All right, you want to see his picture? Because I'm telling you, this looks just like you would cast him. Central casting, picture a lawyer. Look at this guy. Yes, right? Can't you see the magician on trial? Does that not look like what a lawyer would look like straight out of central casting? Amazing. Amazing. Okay, can we stop talking about politics now? I really want to stop talking about politics. I looked around for other news stories we could address today, but all of the newsrooms are having a full-blown Trumpgasm, so that's really the only story that's going on this morning. So let's talk about something completely different. Let's make you some money. Should we make some money? I think we should make some money this morning. So we're going to talk about a concept called selling the sawdust. This is something that I really like because it's a way that you can make more money in your small business without doing anything new. You're already doing plenty to make money and you're doing things that can make you money and you don't even realize it. Okay? The concept of selling the sawdust is, let's say you do X for a living, whatever it is you do. There is value in the work you do to create your product despite the outcome for the client. So the analogy is if you're a carpenter, you're making a table, you could take the sawdust shavings and the pieces of wood you didn't use and sell those as a byproduct of your work. So it's not just the table you make, it's also all the process you use to make that table. There's value in all the process. So right now in your small business, you're creating a product and there is value in the process that you use. So I want you to think about what do you do for a living? And then what are the steps that you take to create that thing? And some of those things 
have a byproduct value. So this is a way you can make money without doing anything new. So let's say you're a CPA. I'll give you an example just to get your brain turning here. Let's say you're a CPA. And one of the things you do every month, just as a part of taking care of your clients, is a detailed financial analysis and forecast of the markets and what's been going on in the news. And you write this really amazing eight or nine bullet point summary of what's going on. Well, that forecast could be extrapolated and sold as a newsletter on its own. You're Alan Fisher, you're a financial advisor, you're taking care of your clients. All of that information could be sold into a newsletter list that people are subscribing to. You're already creating the value, but it's locked up in a bigger product. See what I'm going for? So one of the simplest ways that you can do that is to think about the process that you use to make what you make. It's a way to stay organized. It's a way to save time. It's a way to create value. So here's a few more ideas just to get your wheels turning because we got to think about the work that you do to create your product. So let's say you're a graphic designer and you create social media graphics for clients. And at the end of the month, you could strip out all of the text over the graphics and create a month's worth of content that could be resold to subscribers. Let's say you're a coach. You could keep track of the questions you ask your clients and sell those questions at the end of the month as questions that make your clients think. Ask better questions. Subscribe here in a newsletter. Or you could put coaching in a box. You could productize your tool stack. Here's my Calendly calendar. Here's how I interface with my CRM. Here's my email workflow to keep my clients engaged between coaching sessions. Here's how I write a meeting recap, coaching in a box to get someone started. You're a funnel builder for marketing. You have two or three high-performing funnels. You just swap out the graphics and the proof of performance for each one. You kind of get the point. So I want you to think about where are you creating value as a part of creating your product? And how could you extrapolate that out and sell the sawdust? You repackage it and you resell it and it totally works. So for me, every day I do my daily show preparation. I could take my daily show prep and I could offer it up to other people that write newsletters saying, hey, here's the stuff I saw today that you might want to write about. Or my podcast funnel, we're just now building an end-to-end -end solution to get people interested in the show, have them listen to the show and say hello in the chat, have them subscribe to the show, and then have them join the Idea Collective. We're working that entire thing right now. When it's done, we could take my show out, drop in somebody else's show. It's that easy. So after the Trump nastiness and just, oh, don't want to talk about that anymore. I thought we should talk about money money. And I have a show and tell. So not only did we come up with a way that you can make money today by selling the sawdust, let's talk about a way you can save some money, especially if you're on Google. I have show and tell to do. If you're just joining us, this is Small Business Mornings. It's the daily meeting for small business owners everywhere. Uh, good morning, Mitch. Thanks for saying hello in the chat. We're going a half hour early today, so we're up a little bit earlier than others, golf. So I had to move the show up for a very important meeting, golf. So that's why we're on a little bit earlier. So Mitch and Pete and Gek, thanks for joining us a little bit earlier than usual. So we have a show and tell. Should we do a show and tell to save some money? I found this amazing Google Drive storage tip. 
If you're on Google Drive, there's a way you can save money. Because the way that Google charges you is that if you go over the storage, then you end up paying them by the month. I was paying like 10 bucks a month for two terabytes. But yesterday, I found a way to clean out the drive, and I deleted like 100 gigs worth of stuff. So I found this video. I made a little video I'm going to show you. So it's show and tell time. Uh, let's see, Karen, good morning in the chat. Thank you very much. I'm going to turn the chat overlay off for a minute because this is just a little bit hard to see. Okay, so if you're on Google Drive, here's how it works. So I'm going to play this video. Let's see. So you go into your Google Drive, right? And let's see if this video works. It does. Okay, great. Over here on the left, there's a tab that's called Storage. You click the Storage tab. And when you click the Storage tab, every drive will sort all of your files by size. Ooh. So when I did that yesterday, I found all of these massive video files that I didn't need anymore, like old Zoom recordings and such. Then you just highlight them and click delete. And then they show up in your trash and you empty the trash. 110 gigs. Let's do that again real quick, just so you can see it. So you log into your Google Drive. You go over here and you click storage. Once you click storage, yeah, it's right there. I'm highlighting it for you. It'll sort all of your files by size. Then you can go in and highlight whatever you don't need anymore and click delete. 110 gigs in like less than five minutes. Now I don't have to pay Google anymore. Brilliant, right? I saw that and thought, oh my gosh, we haven't done a show and tell on the show in a minute. So we have to do that. So that is a way you can save a ton of cash if you're on Google Drive. So thank you very much, Google Drive. I appreciate you. Okay, now we have to get this to skip forward. Okay, great. Now that's ready to go. So welcome to the show, Van and Karen. Thanks for tuning in. Hello in the chat. And yeah, Van, golf. Golf is happening today. Okay, one more thing I want to hit on before we get to our meme of the day, which is light, funny, and fluffy, because we've talked about business and politics, and no one wants to do that. Come on. But I kind of had to, right? You can't say you're going to do the news and then not talk about the news, even when it's just making you feel gross. I had something happen to me today, and I'm just sick about it. Oh, telling you. I get up and I do the show, and I did something this morning. I'm like, oh, you, oh, and I'm just miserable. When I go to Las Vegas, because I love going to Las Vegas, mm, let's go. One of the downsides of going to Las Vegas is when you go to Vegas, and you're walking the strip, there are these timeshare salesmen, costume characters, and creepy people trying to get your attention. And as you're walking along, and this goes in any big city, but as you're walking along, if you look up and make eye contact, you're sunk. You've had that happen before, right? You're walking down the street, and you look up, oh, God, now he's going to talk to me. Oh, I don't want it. No, don't give me the card. No. You're sunk, and they come over and they hassle you. You've had that happen, right? The modern day equivalent of that is when you click on an ad in your social media. You're browsing through your stuff and you click on an ad. Oh, that looks interesting. I wonder what that is. No. Oh my gosh. So I clicked on the ad and now I'm going to be followed by that ad until I die. It's over. It's over. I'm going to see the golf groove brush in my dreams, in my sock drawer, in the shower. I'm going to see it everywhere. 
I'm going to see it in my ice cream. I'm going to see it everywhere until I die. It's over. Click regret. Retarget. We got to come up with a name for that. Retargeting regret. There's got to be something. There's some scientific name for that, but I'm completely doomed because I clicked on the thing and I didn't mean to. And it was the stupidest product too. If I were to click on something that I might want, that's one thing. But the golf groove brush, these things have been around forever and they're total trash. They're always trash. Oh, God. And yes, you're exactly right, Gek. We are that close to seeing Minority Report where the ads just like pop up in midair and they follow us around. Oh, and thanks, Nikki, internet expert. Who, like, that's real. She's an internet expert. I wasn't like joking with her. And I'll be retargeted by all their similar companies. That's exa- that's exactly right. Golf, Groove, Brush, Groove, Master, Groove, Daddy, Sloppy Grooves, like whatever the name is, I'm going to get all of the knockoffs on Amazon. They're all going to follow me. Thank you. Oh, and Mitch, dude, Professor Pickleball, you're done. You're so done. Have you played Pickleball? It looks like a old person ping pong on a tennis court. Is that the right way to think about pink pickleball? That it's old person ping pong. That's a lot of peas. Old person ping pong on a tennis court. Is that what pickleball is? It looks fun, to be honest. I'm not bagging on it, but it looks like ping pong, which, man, I love me some ping pong. Isn't ping pong great? Highly underrated, the ping pong. Like for a good time, a couple of beers and some friends. Go out and play some ping pong, and Mitch plays it. Am I right that it's old person ping pong? Is that exactly it? Yeah, that's exactly it. All right, I trust you, Mitch. Good. And you don't even need your knee ligaments, right? Like, you could be half disabled and still play pickleball. Isn't that the point? Like, you can play it for a long, long time, that it's just slower than tennis, and it's fun, and it's just kind of, that's pretty much what it is. Very cool. Now I want to try it. Thanks, Mitch. Okay, I'm doomed. Let's do our meme of the way, a meme of the day. And this meme of the day is kind of in alignment with pickleball being not really a, you know, all that athletic, I guess. This is a simple one just to wash away all the politics and drama of today's show. Then we're going to do the freaking thing and then we're going to have a few announcements and we're out. Are you ready for the meme of the day? This one made me laugh. And that's the only requirement of being the meme of the day, by the way. If it makes me think or makes me laugh, I rule with an iron fist. It becomes the meme of the day. Here's the meme of the day. I got to read it off this screen. Here we go. Hey, babe, where are you? At the gym. Oh, yeah? Send me a pic. Gym. (laughs) Oh, yeah? Yeah, send me a pic. Gym. (laughs) That looks like the type of email or text conversation Abby and I would have with one another back. Oh yeah, I'm at the gym. Gym. Isn't that great? That that made me laugh. And that's so much more refreshing and lighthearted than political news, because no one wants to talk about political news, but I really had to do it this morning, so whatevs. I'm at the gym. Okay, that was funny. Okay, uh, let's do the freaking thing, shall we? So doing the freaking thing is our chance to talk with one another and hold each other accountable. If you tuned in yesterday, I hope that you picked out something that you didn't want to do and you got it done. That's the point. We take two minutes 
And we think, what do I got to get done today? And you don't put it in the universe. You put it out to Pat. And you commit, today I'm going to get this done. And by tomorrow morning when I tune in, I'm going to say, Pat, I did the thing. And we're all going to celebrate. So did you do the thing yesterday? Yeah. Yesterday was a study hall for me. I had a to-do list that was as long as my arm. Got it all done. Cleaned up the to-do list so I could go play golf today. Very important. So what about you? Did you have a good day yesterday? What about today? What needs to get done today? This is the accountability part. I want you to think just for a second, what must be done today? What do I have to get done? What's going to move the business forward? Preferably something you don't feel like it. Write it down right now. What needs to get done? I've got a really busy day today. As soon as I turn off the show, because that's why we went early today at 830, is I'm heading out to a charity golf scramble. And my freaking thing today is my one job when I'm in a golf scramble. I have one job. No, it's not to drink beer. My one job is to hit the ball far. Not straight. Pfft, straight. No. Straight is for people who are good. Not close. No, not close. Far. Far. Jeff McCarthy, he hits it straight. Richie Burke, he hits it close. Brad Herta, he does the putting. My job, me hit ball far. That's my job. When I'm on the golf course, it's hit it this way-ish. Great. Get a helmet. Here we go. So if you have a charity golf scramble coming up and you need person that hits the ball far, uh, contact my agents and representatives. They're standing by. The number is one 800 if that's in, I think we're good. Again, that number is 1-800-I-THINK-THAT'S-IN-PLAY. Or you can visit my website, ouchmybackhurts.com. And you, too, can rent a big hitter for your next charity scramble. Okay, we have some announcements or some commitments coming in. Uh, we've got Gex commitment, two videos, and for a client and a thumbnail and a description for the video. And wow, Gek lives close to Herta. Holy cow. I might even ask Gek who, or Brad, who Gek really is. That's great. All right. So uh, Gek, thank you seriously for uh, committing today. So that's the workload that Gek is going to get done today. What are you going to get done today? And you commit to it by doing the freaking thing. All right. We've got one quick announcement before we get out today, because uh, again, tea time, golf, got a thing. I mean, uh, big business meeting going to. We're adding something new for the viewers of the show. For those of you that watch the show that I haven't met yet, we're starting something new in September. We're going to do something called the Backstage Brainstorm. And the show is starting to meet new people, which is the idea. If you're building your small business all by yourself, you don't have to grow it alone. This daily meeting is so you can get to know other people in your space, and when you've got tough decisions to make, you can turn to others who will understand the small business journey. And on the show, we'll meet new people, and then we'll show you how the Idea Collective works, so that way you can really have a small business group around you. So this new meeting is for people that are watching the show I haven't talked to you yet, so we're going to bring people together in the backstage brainstorm at the meeting. You can go from, who's this Pat Miller guy, to, oh, that's what an idea slam is all about. And, 
Oh, networking with people that get it. Wow. The Backstage Brainstorm free event happening for the first time on September 13th. So if you click the QR code, you can join us at this small group meeting. It's only going to be a handful of people. We'll do some networking so we can get to know one another. We can learn about your business. And then you can meet some other folks from the Idea Collective. And then you can try the Idea Slam for yourself, the signature event inside the Idea Collective where we solve problems and capture opportunities with people that understand. Most of all, if you're taking the time to watch this silly little show, I want to meet you. I want to know you. And I want to hear all about your small business. So if you want to join us, nab the code from that QR and reserve your spot before they fill up. And if you can't make it on September 13th, don't worry about it. We're going to do these every once in a while uh, here on the show so we can unite everyone that's watching Small Business Mornings and get to know one another just a little bit better. Okay, what a journey we went on today. We went on a big journey. We went from the indictments that came down last night and what the heck is going to happen. We made some money by selling the sawdust. We saved some money by fixing our Google Drive. Uh, What else did we do? Oh, the meme of the day, which was fantastic. We did the freaking thing. Uh, And now it's time to go hit the golf ball, which is fantastic. One last thing I want to remind you of, if coming to the social medias is a problem and you want to have a podcast of the show in your feed each day, magically teleported right to the supercomputer in your pants, You just need to click the QR code, and that way you can subscribe to the podcast and you can hear it wherever and whenever you dang well please. And yes, Mitch, golf. Priorities, right? We take all this risk and we do all the stuff and we wonder if we're going to get paid so that we can go out and play some golf. That's what it's all about. I'm Pat Miller, the Idea Coach. Thanks for tuning in to Small Business Mornings. This has really been a fun project. And I said we're going to do this for 30 days in a row and evaluate where we're at. So having your support in the comments and extra double bonus points if you're willing to send me a DM and let me know what you think I could do to make the show even better and more engaging for you. Really would appreciate that. And let's see. You're better off riding a bike. Thank you, Paul. Appreciate it. Hit it straight. Well, at least straighter than Brad. Well, it's hard to hit it straighter than Brad, but it's easier to hit it further than Brad. Oh, I hope he didn't hear that. (laughs) Had to do that. All right. I'm Pat Miller, the idea coach, big hitter, the llama. I'm out for today. Off to a very important business meeting. You go do the freaking thing. Make some money today. I'll see you back here at normal time, 9 a.m. Wednesday for Small Business Mornings.